The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast for a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist. That's me. I'm just getting back from the bathroom, drying off my freshly ah. scrubbed hands. And uh, James, I'm, I'm doing great to answer your next question. The podcast where we try to answer your long-running relationship <laughs> issues in 10 minutes or less. That was a reference to the final and most disgusting episode ever of Wrong and Wronger. Do not go and listen to it. It will be destroyed and stricken from the record. And if there is a higher power above, it will definitely never see the light of day. He's found religion anyway, this week. Unrelated, yeah. though, this podcast is actually good and clean and wholesome and sanitary. Ooh. And with that in mind, I do have a question for you. It's a question that came up the other day. I saw somebody on Twitter talking about this, and you might know I've spent some time on Twitter from time to time. And this was Wait, a. Wait, this is a James question. This is a James question, but I had a question about Ooh. a situation she brought up. Yes, yes. We haven't. Okay. I, 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 I thought I would push it aside the mountain of questions we're getting in to answer this pressing uh-huh. one because I was legitimately curious. So yeah. she asked, uh, Are anybody else's friends breaking up with them? And then she posited in this thread, basically her friends had been messaging her saying she had been failing in her duties of friendship and had been issuing her a formal like cease and desist notice. Like this is the end. And I thought back, I was like, man, what a terrible way to end a friendship. If I don't want to be friends with anybody, I generally just stop hanging out with them. So I wanted to see where you fell on that spectrum. Do you think uh, friendship breakups are a good idea? Or is this just something extra we've added in the present day that doesn't need to be there? Wow, I put this in the same category as people who need to take time out of their day to settle your hash on Facebook. Mm. Like, uh, why not just keep moving? Like, how much time do you have that you can write two paragraphs back on why I'm an asshole? Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand that when clearly I'm not. But uh, this, I I actually, in therapy, I sort of talk in the opposite direction of this, which is why I'm curious by, uh, this question has piqued my curiosity. Usually I'll kind of teach people how to be better friends because we're becoming more and more distant from each other. And I just had this conversation yesterday with a guy who uh, spent some time responding to emails and texts that had been languishing because we talked about doing the connective tissue kinds of things that keep friendships going, even long distance. So to answer the question directly, I think this is stupid, unless... Here's where I I think this is probably not a bad idea. This is the one caveat, which is if you no longer wish to be friends with someone, but they keep pestering and pestering and pestering, and they don't get the more subtle social cues that you're not responding or you're taking a day to respond, or they'll write like a dissertation text and you just respond with a thumbs up, that kind of thing. If they continue, 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 and you need to shut it down, then absolutely be more direct and be a part of getting your own needs met, which is I need this person to just fly away. Uh, What do you think about it? You brought it up. You must have thoughts, James. I thought it's something I would never do, but then as I thought about it, it's been done to me a couple times. Uh, You're kidding. Yeah, I I had a friend who... um, 
I think now I, I don't want to toss out the name of a condition, but like I think he would, if he were in the present day, would have been diagnosed with something. But he, uh, you know, basically when he was on the up and up, he was the most fun and energetic person you could be around. And then he would have these down periods where he just everybody was his enemy. And the person who the day before was his best friend in the world, and he wanted to spend all the time with them. All of a sudden they were, you know, out to get him. And he'd go back and forth and back and forth, and I kind of stopped taking these episodes seriously because he'd hate you the one minute and like you the next. And he was enough fun when he liked you that, you know, it was worth keeping him in your life. And then towards the end of college, when we weren't seeing each other anymore, he had one of those down periods again where suddenly out of nowhere I was the enemy. And he said, we're never going to talk again. We're not going to be friends anymore. I was like, all right, whatever. And you know what? He was right. It's been like 15 years. We haven't talked once. <laughs> there was there was suddenly distance. There was no longer proximity. He said he was friendship breaking up with me. And man, he stuck to it. I tried to reach out to him one more time after that, thinking it was just the normal up and down cycle. And he blew me off. And, and that was that. I think he's on the other side of the country now. I had another friend do it. And uh, he... Uh, he took he took offense to something we were saying. It wasn't even it wasn't even a conversation with him. It was me and my brother talking online about something in the news, and we yeah. weren't even yeah. like arguing or heated. We were basically just talking through the facts of what happened. And he took great of and mind you, I've said offensive things in my life, not not in public, but in private, where no one will ever hear me. I'm sure I'm sure I have some very un unokay opinions, but this wasn't one of them. This was a very mellow situation. And he, like, went off the handle abruptly and signed off, and he unfriended me and my brother and everyone in our group, and we none of us have heard from him since, and that was a couple of years ago, too. He did not—now, and to his credit, he did not give us a speech before he left. We kind of had to piece together what happened afterwards, but yeah, those are the two times it happened, and I look back, and I just think— that was so unnecessary. Like, if you don't want to hang out with me, just stop hanging out with me. I have other friends. I've, I guess I have a lot of history of losing friends here. But there are people, you know, you invite them over a couple times. And if they give you two or three no's in a row, you take a hint and you move on and you invite somebody right. else. You know, I, I do a lot of board games. And so I, I'm kind of conscious of that. <laughs> Usually if you, if you turn me down two times in a row, I just stop sending invites. And it's up to, you know, we're not enemies. I'm not, I'm not closing the door. But maybe it's your turn right. to rekindle that connection. So that's, and that's the way I kind of prefer to do it i mean i've got all kinds of you know friends and acquaintances from college who you just you don't see any but you don't see them anymore but i don't message them and be like you haven't you haven't messaged me in six months this friendship is over it's just like yeah we got stuff going on but if you're ever in town hey we'll hang out we'll have fun you know you just you keep the door open so that's the way i prefer to handle friendships what about you steve well, it's interesting you said uh, the word enemy, and I wonder if this is like a declaration of enemyship. Oh. Like uh, most, and I don't know how girl friendships go necessarily, but with guys, like we cannot see each other for a couple years, and when we get back together, we pick right up where we left off. Mm -hmm. Like there's no ill will, there's no hard feelings. It's just like you said, we have other things going on in life. We were apart for two years, now we're together, and we still have all the history and everything in common that we used to have, plus new stuff to talk about, because there's always something. But I do wonder if what they are saying when they make that farewell speech is, I now declare you a mortal enemy, and so don't bother reaching back out, because uh, I, I spit on whenever I say your name in public, <laughs> that kind of thing. I, I don't know that I've ever declared enemyship against anyone, James. I, I just don't have that kind of intensity one way or the other. 
do, do you have any sworn enemies where you're like, just screw that guy. If he comes in my yard, I'm going to hit his face with a hammer. That well, kind of thing. They're they're like one-way enemy ships. So, well, just the one, I guess. The the guy who who kind of ghosts us all. I mean, I I would consider yeah. him neutral. He's not actively going out to harm me. The other guy, the one who was on again, off again, and we ended on the off again period where I was the enemy. Uh, you know, nothing besides that had changed. But then when I went viral years later on Twitter, he found out and he like created this giant thread about how I'm a horrible person and my family oh my is God. horrible. He went after my mom for being cheap. Like it was like oh, a 20 item God. thread. I was like, whoa. And honestly, that's kind of an inside joke with me and my friends. I had to share it with them afterwards. And then and, and they, they, they're going after me. And, they, and your mom is cheap too. And I hear you're obsessed with her. Oh yeah. He got after me. He's been obsessed with World War II which is fair. I'm a big World War II fan. It's, they say, you know, when you reach adulthood, you either become obsessed with World War II or smoking meats, and I went the World War II route. I've always kind of been into it. But yeah, it's just like, I can't, I've never, I've never gone after anybody else like that. I mean, there are people like online who I consider my rivals, like, well, you blurred my book and they blow me off, and then they go and they succeed immensely. It's like, well, that kind of hurts. But like, I'm not going out trying to sabotage them. <laughs> it's just like, well, if you fail at life, I would probably laugh, but like, I'm not going going to be a part of this either way i am a bystander so i have one person who actively and publicly goes out and uh delights in my failings jeez oh, and your mom is cheap too yes that's priceless that's when you have run out of things to complain about man you know she uh I mean, it's a, she's a lot like me or i'm a lot like her you know you like a good deal you stockpile up something's two for 20 and you you have a five off coupon you end up getting it for free you end up with the basement stock with hershey bars for christmas and stuff and it's amazing you go back there i mean it's not great for your waistline but every time you won't go back there there's all the candy and stuff you'd ever want which she gives out generously to everybody and it's just like man what a what a weird thing to go after her for after 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 a decade of supplying you with candy, you're going to go after her for that. Man, there's there's no coming back from that. So. <laughs> and you're thrifty and have a comfortable retirement. <laughs> How dare you? So anyway, I, I, guess, I guess the conclusion there is breakups are probably unnecessary and bring more drama to your life than, than you need. But also, apparently, I don't have enough enemies. I just have the one. So if you want to become my enemy or just ask a question, send that in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be friends, coworkers, whatever you've got. Send it in. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. 